Welcome back to On The Daily. This is your host, Danielle. In this episode, I got to interview my dear friend and my colleague, Christy Dryling. Listen, y'all, Christy is such a force, okay? She's a podcast host. She's a health coach. She's a multi-million dollar entrepreneur. She's an author. She's a creative. She's a spiritual spotter. She is so much more. And in this episode, we really do chat about everything from spirituality to healing trauma to building brands and businesses from a spiritual perspective, we chat about everything. We talk about family, we talk about relationships, and I just know that you're going to love every single part of it, especially if you are like me and you believe that everything we do is connected. Our business is connected to our home life, is connected to our friendships, is connected to our relationships. I just know that you are going to love this episode. Christy is such a wealth of knowledge and she's so wise and she's just such an incredible human. And I don't just say that because she's one of my best friends. I also say that because I really respect her as a leader in this space. So buckle up because you're in for such a treat. I know you're going to absolutely love, 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 love this episode. Hey friend, welcome to On The Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of Hype U Media and CEO of Danielle on the Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body yes. So through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable, and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics, and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. My friends, I have quite a treat for you. And if you have been following me for a while, then you probably also know this. This little saucy minx. We got Christy Dryling on the podcast today. Hi, friend. Hey, baby. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy we're doing this. Guys, we've been talking about this for <laughs> so long, <laughs> like so long, and we're finally doing it. And it just feels so good because I think just like we're both at very similar stages right now, I think like spiritually, emotionally, professionally, all the things, and it just timing is everything. So it's actually the perfect time. Yeah, it's perfect. I needed, because I have all these Sagittarius men in my life, I needed one powerful Sag woman and I got her wrapped up in a bow. You are it. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) you got me and um, (laughs) she is, she is wrapped up in a bow. The bow has like spikes on it sometimes, but it's a bow nonetheless. (laughs) All right. I'm so you see sages, man. Um, so okay, you already know how I feel about you, but just so everybody who's listening can know how I feel about you, like you're such a like not only are you one of my dearest friends, but you also are such a you've always been such a mentor to me, just in general, just the way that you think and the way that you speak and the way that your mind works and just all the things that you know and, and your experiences. And just everything that's led you to who you are today, which is this like shining beacon of power and light and hope for so many people. And I know you've said to me recently, like, you really feel like you are stepping into your like true Dharma, your true calling, but obviously there's been a lot of chapters of Christy. So just kind of like 
where are you at today? And like, when you think about your journey, like how far have you come? Like where, and you can go back as far as you want, but I just like to hear like lessons along the way. Like, that's what I really love to talk about. It's like, anybody can tell the story of, I was once this and now I'm this, but we don't often talk about the lessons learned. We don't often talk about like, you know, the things that people don't like to talk about, but you and I talk about those things a lot. So I just want to know, like, where are we at? Where are we at and where did we come from? Well, once I, once I usually state where I'm at, I'm usually wrong. (laughs) I always think, oh, this is where I'm at. Oh no, no, no. That's really not where I was at. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, where, where am I? What planet am I on again? What's happening? But I think at this stage of my life, Danny, I'm just, um, I'm working so diligently to just be present and enjoy my life. Um, because it's always been this pursuit of something outside of myself. And there's that balance, right. Of not wanting to, to lose that creative juice, that flow, that beauty that resides all of us. It's that it's, it's breath, it's air, but then being able to still really enjoy what I've created, mm-hmm. right. Because I'm always trying to get to the next place, the next thing. And then, you know, I feel, you know, the divine is just saying, girl, you're actually living the dream. You always wanted to, to live and you're, you're not even enjoying it. Ooh. Yeah. Real. That's real. Real. It's real. It's real. I've, I've learned how to do a lot of things well and how to do a lot of things wrong, I guess, Mm -hmm. wrong, wrong, but I'm just learning who I am truly with not needing to, you know, take care of children anymore because they're all grown and they're all raised and hottest grandma ever. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She knows it. Do you hear, did you hear the coyness? And then she's like, thank you. I know. I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> well, when everybody's not saying that, man, I'm really going to have an ego crush. <laughs> no, just um, no, but yeah. So, you know, just it's a different stage. People used to say when the kids are grown, you know, your life changes. And I'm like, no, nope, that's not going to be me. No, uh, I'm, I'm going to have my shit together because I'm doing all this work. And it just, it, 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 it wakes you up differently. Well, you've been an entrepreneur for how long? How many years? I'd probably say 25. Yeah. 25. And I was a fashion photographer, a model and an actress before I got into, you know, owning my own networking yeah. business. But even like, even photography, modeling, acting, like that still has entrepreneur, entrepreneurial yeah. qualities. Like, I think a lot of people miss that is like, when I was dancing professionally, like that, you, you have to know how to market yourself. That's where you learn brand. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, I mean, you could go all the way back to age 12. I mean, I was knocking on doors in a little bitty country town in Kansas with my mom when I was 12 years old, every day after school, she had her, her blue light blue station wagon and uh, she was smoking her ciggy in the car with the windows rolled up. And, you know, I'd go up to the doors asking for money so I could be a beauty pageant. And what's beautiful about that memory was that it, that's how I learned how to take rejection because, mm-hmm. you know, I had a Folgers can mm-hmm. and people would give me five bucks here, 15 bucks here. And someone just slammed the door on my face and I'd have dogs humping my leg and sprinkler systems going on. So it was like, you know, that, that was the first taste of entrepreneurship really yeah. how to t- handle rejection. And my mom would just 
you know, really get into my face and say, if you want this, you know, we're going to go to every single door in our town until we get enough money for you to be in that pageant. So that, uh, yeah. So I guess I've been an entrepreneur since as long as I remember. Yeah. And, you know, I think about like, I have not been an entrepreneur for 25 years, but one thing I can say is when I started in entrepreneurship, like truly owning my own business, I took a lot of those patterns and those traumas from being a child. And they really just like transferred into the way mm-hmm. that I started to build businesses, you know, just like a lifetime of captain of the dance team, straight A student, you know, can't, has to always make sure that everyone else is okay. And like working hard and praised for it. Like all of those things, all of those beliefs about like what success looks like just based on what I saw around me, what was being praised in myself, the way I saw my dad work. I mean, my dad was a CFO for my whole life and would always like just talk about retirement as if it was this like far off dream. And like he died at 64, like he never even got to retirement. Right. So it's like, I grew up with those, that's, that was like my view of success. And so then when I made the jump into entrepreneurship, it was on paper, it was great, but, and I was just perpetuating all of those beliefs, all of those traumas and just transfer. It's like, they say addiction doesn't go away. It just transfers. And like, that was so true for me. And I want to know, like, throughout the years, how much learning and unlearning have you had to do in that same vein? Oh my God. I still am. Like I I was just telling someone the other day, I remember probably about four or five years ago, I was like, this was before I went through my divorce and this huge, another huge Christy crash will be in the next book. But I remember feeling like such a sin. I was like, oh my gosh, gosh, I've done so much work. I feel so much love. I just love everybody. Yeah. I was just like walking around like I love you. I love you and I love you. And this, the universe is like we're going to show her. Let's see yeah. how much love really is going to feel. And I literally went from that penthouse to the outhouse so freaking fast and flat on my face and and climbing. I've just climbed myself right back out of really learning how to handle adversity differently. You know, as things would happen and I wasn't equipped and I wasn't prepared for when things would happen. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't understand that that's the cycles of life. Yeah, It's going, I just thought if I heal this stuff and I keep growing and I can, I keep becoming a better person, then guess what? Um, I'm not going to have the same stuff keep appearing. Oh, well, yeah. That was just a lie. I mean, it right. was wrong. So like you can dust it, your house. Well, you can dust your house once, but that dust is coming back if you don't keep dusting. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So I somehow missed that, that, uh, class in school. Um, yeah. I don't know so if that I, one was I, taught. I think purposely that class is not taught in school. That was not taught. So yeah. It's so purposely true. that's not taught. Right. Yeah. Keep his, his little, little zombies, but I, uh, yeah. So that's what I've, I've, uh, now it's like, Oh, here that comes again. All right. So now you know, it's just, I think I shared with you, Danny, the other day, this last couple of weeks, I had four things that just boom, boom, boom. And they were big things, you yeah. know, like I had just, I had landed a, a feature a role in a feature film. So that was, you know, one of the things I was marketed off my list. I was super excited for Well, that fell through, you know, after they had announced it already, it was like, okay, that one's gone. Oh, another thing. Oh, another thing. Oh, and it was like, uh, excuse yeah. me, beep, beep, that you, one can, out. I'm like, you, you can cuss on this show. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Great. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Okay. The old Christie would have been like, it would have taken me out. Yeah. It would have taken me out for a while. And I would have been like, I can't trust. Oh my God. Who can I freaking trust that are going to do what they say they're going to do and follow yeah. through this time? I was like, Oh, bigger blessings coming in, making room for something bigger. I mean, yeah. I may have had a moment, but it was like, you know what? Something bigger is coming in. Something bigger. I and I that. allowed myself a moment of that emotion. So I allowed it. So I wasn't stuffing it. Yeah. But then it was like, okay, all right, game on. Yeah. Game on. How did that feel? Like, cause obviously like in the past, like you said, it would have just like taken you out. And I'm assuming that means like that's connected to like past patterns of like self-sabotage and just like getting rejection and not feeling like enough. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but clearly you've worked through that and you have like a whole program coming out about this. So we're going to well, talk about that of, also. Well, <laughs> Good segue, D. On that note, you must, Danielle, geez, Danielle must be a podcast host or something. She must really know how to segue. Wow, 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 wow. But no, but like, like what did that, that, that feeling that you just talked about that one where you're like, Oh, there, that feeling is again. And this is like what I try to convey all the time is the more work you do on yourself. Like we said, you don't, you don't get, it's not like triggers don't happen. It's not like this stuff doesn't come up. It's that you get better at moving through it. It's that you have the awareness and the discernment and like the tools in your belt to not let it become a problem where in the past. And I think for so many people, self-sabotage, fear, rejection, all these things are literal stop there. They stop us. They just stop you in your tracks and then you feel analysis paralysis. So I really want to talk about that feeling. Like, how does that feel though? Now, when you have all these four things at once, four big things at once, and you're able to like feel it, process it and move through. What's that feel like? I've been on a massive spiritual journey my whole life. So I, I study, I mean, that's, that's at the core of my, um, my strength mm. and just truly learning how to trust in the divine, whatever the divine means to you. Mm-hmm. It's that ability to, to really reflect on the fact that everything whether it be good, whether it be something that appeared to not be good was actually all fucking incredible. And it made me this woman I am today, everything, everything. There's not the only, the only entity, the only energy I have ever been able to fully trust has been the divine. Yeah. And so why should I question then? Oh, these characters showed up. They showed up when they did. They provided this excitement or this energy or this, you know, this story that I bought into beautiful, wonderful, whatever it it did. It had a purpose. There was a seed planted, whatever that was beautiful. And and that just must mean now that the, the universe has some bigger plans. And that's the story that I'm choosing to believe in because that's the reality. That's actually the truth. Right. And people, I think we forget that we think we're all alone and we're looking for everything outside of us or outside to validate us, mm-hmm. to validate we're on the right track, to validate that we're worthy, to validate that we're enough. All of the validation is never going to be enough. No. Never, never, never. You can get 
your lips done, your ass done, your boobs done. You can get, go to as many trainings as you want. You can do make as much money as you want, but at the end of the day, it's never going to be enough until you can recognize who you truly are. That's the work. Yeah. What brings joy? Yeah. What really enjoy. Yeah. Right? Like not, not just like the instant gratification, the quick cash, the like, you know, little, little hits of dopamine, like the things like the, like your Dharma, like your soul's purpose. Like yeah. what does that look like? Oh, sis. That, and that, that's the work. That's that the work. is work because yeah. I remember, I mean, I remember starting in my entrepreneurial journey and I had little kids and I, I, I was so I was so in fight or flight mode my entire life. You play on the defense constantly. Forever. I mean, I didn't know my life without knowing how to be achieving something. At 10 years old, I stopped being a kid. Yeah, same. I stopped being a kid at 10. Yeah, same. was like, and that's what I was telling someone the other day, my current partner, um, Gonzalo, we were attracted to each other because he knows how to have fun. Yeah. And and he knows how to have so much fun. Yeah. That I'm just, dude, we need to like be responsible and like, you know, let's <laughs> meet in the middle somewhere. So he shows spoken me like a true have- Aries. Oh there she is spoken <laughs> like a true Aries. She's like, we need to be responsible. I like fun, <laughs> but not too much fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, you know, I'm sliding out of Aries. I don't, but um, yeah. So it's like that, that being able to, um, to, to, to learn how to, to dance with life yeah. when you've been conditioned your whole life to be a certain way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, who am I, who am I truly really without all of these medals or right. these chins? Right. You know, I was, I was talking about this today there. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen like the, like the MRR course going around that like digital marketing course, there's like this digital marketing course going around the internet where basically this couple, I think, created it. And it's like 90 modules all about digital marketing. And you can buy it. But the kicker is you get master resell rights with it. So you can buy it and then turn around and resell it. So people are making like hundreds of thousands of dollars from selling these other people's course. And I'm like, like, would I buy that? No, of course not. Like I have a course called zero to launch that literally teaches you digital marketing and how to start a business. So like that would not be good for my business. Um, do I think it could, do I think it can like cheapen an industry? Yeah, I do. I think it can cheapen an industry. And I kind of have this, you know, I woke up this morning with peace and I didn't always wake up with peace and I always, peace was always my goal. And I didn't even know what peace looked like. I really don't think I'd ever experienced peace. And what I've come to realize is that peace for me, you know, I used to wake up with anxiety and this was like when I was on paper killing it, like we're talking like 15 to $20,000 a month, like killing it. But I was always worried that the other shoe was going to fall. I was constantly worried I wasn't doing enough. I was constantly looking outside of myself for validation that I was on the right path. I was looking to see what everyone else was doing, trying to be like so distracted from like what I was actually interested in. And that cycle just kept going. So I was so disconnected from my soul, like truly what lit my soul on fire. And what I've come to realize is peace 
is just really knowing who I am, what I stand for, what I don't stand for. And it, I, I tell people like you could make all the money in the world, but if, if your soul is not aligned with it, it's never going to feel good. It's just never going to feel good. And eventually it will come crashing down because ultimately everything we do causes resonance or dissonance in our body. And if it causes resonance, do more of it. If it causes dissonance, sure, some discernment is necessary because dissonance could just be like temporary fear because you're leveling up, of course, or dissonance could truly just be that that is not what your soul wants. And if you are doing something, like if you want to sell this course, like this is kind of what I was talking with clients. I'm like, if you want to sell this course and that lights your soul on fire and you feel in your soul that this is what you are meant to do, then by gosh, do it. However, if it's coming from a place of, I need money, I need quick cash, I need this validation that it's working. Like, and it's coming from this place of stress and anxiety. And I always do this when I'm on where I'm like, I pretend like everyone's watching me and I, nobody can see me. I'm shaking my hands in like a very (laughs) stressed out way right now. But if you're living like that, you're living your life in this defensive mode, which is not soul. And, and that is why I'm like, I woke up with peace today. So because I wake up with peace in the morning, I don't need to get distracted by things that are not for me. I don't need to get distracted by conversations that are not for me. I don't need to be distracted by other people's projections about anything. And that I think is the work. Like, I think you're right. That is, that is the work. And it, and it's not something you can just do once and put on a shelf. And I think a lot of people try to do that. They're like, Oh, I did that. Right. But you did that at that level. Have you done it at this one? You haven't done it at this one. You haven't done it at the next one. So I love that you say that. I really been working hard to be curious, Mm. to challenge my perceptions, your own beliefs, my own beliefs, same, my own beliefs, because I'll tell you, I've had, I literally used to think I was probably, especially in my community, I was the black sheep. I was one of the ones that was more open, more. We've talked about this, you and I both, like this was like our, this was our badge of honor that we were the black sheep. (laughs) The black sheep. And then I, 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 then once I'm hanging out with all the black sheep, I'm realizing, wow, I'm not a black sheep. (laughs) I'm actually, I need to, I, I'm not a black sheep. Like I really do have these, these beliefs or these these, these walls or these projects, these things that I need to look at that mm-hmm. I have never looked at before. Mm-hmm. And, and also looking, I love the word discernment, you know, and assessing, is this, is this what feeds my soul? Is this not what feeds my soul? Does this soul feed my soul? Do I feed their soul? Is this healthy? Is this not healthy? Mm-hmm. And does this company idea vision match and align with what I'm feeling and what I'm creating. Can I be proud of that or not? Like right. uh, there's more in my, there was such this program of, I have to, like, right. I have, I have to, I'm re- I, I, I'm responsible. I have to, right. You know, they expect me to, I should. Fear it's of letting like, people down, like fear of like, yeah, all of that. Yeah. It was, it was, it's been, you know, all these expectations that were just squeezing, mm-hmm. you know, the life force 
from, from me. Mm-hmm. And so I ha- I've really had to learn, like, you know, my partner's from Argentina. So going into that culture and even, you know, staying there for a month when I've stayed with him, we're going to go back there in a couple of months and just like yeah. watching the joy, mm. the joy and the happiness that they have in their culture. Genuine. I'm talking genuine like, joy. Yeah. Not forced joy. Yeah. Not from like dopamine from scrolling your phone all day. Just pure joy. Pure. Like Mm -hmm. at first, when I first started dating him, I didn't trust him because I'm like, okay, wait, how can you be this? Like how? Like (laughs) I thought I was happy, but I don't like, are you on something all the time? Right. And so then I was exposed to another world and recognized how sad we are here in our culture. Like literally we don't, we hardly converse with our communities anymore. Right. We're not with each other, like, you know, doing block parties or, you know, it's always people comparing, competing. I'm not enough. I need to get to the next. I need to do this thing. And right. It's, I love how you teach because you always teach it in a healthy way. Like self-empowerment, standing in your strength, owning your power, taking it to the next level without losing who you are, being more of who you are. And that's what you stand for is you teach people how to be more of who they are and then tap into receiving in that divine feminine energy what you're worth. Right. Well, and then you get to tap into the collective in a deeper way because like- if you know yourself really, really well, then you kind of detach yourself from belief a little bit, right? Like you get to kind of detach from belief. Like I'm running my race. I'm not going to stop running my race. But if you like want to crawl or jog next to me, like you can jog, I'll run. Like we're good. We are good because I trust that like the goal is not that you run at the same speed as me. The goal is that we get there. And however we get there is fine as long as that is not causing distraction. And I think that's where we get lost is like, you got the runner telling everybody to run. You got the jogger telling everybody to jog. And then everybody else is like, well, what am I supposed to be doing? And now we're not moving forward. Right. And like, what is it? The Kabbalah states, Elohim, all of us are none of us. Like it's not, it's not one of us or not. Like we don't just get to pick and choose who gets to make it. Like either we're all going or we're not. But I think what a lot of people get, and I used to be like this, is I used to think what that meant is that I had to bring everybody with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the savior oh, syndrome. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like I can't so, let people yeah. down. I'm here to, I have to, I have to be the one. We see this oh, yeah. a lot in like religion too. It's like this belief of like, I have to be the one, like I have to bring people with me. And it's like, or what if you're only meant to bring the people with you who are meant to come with you? Yeah. And, and you know, what's interesting. I was talking to my spiritual mentor last week and yeah. I was having some challenges with some, some, um, let's just say some family mm-hmm. and, um, it's, it's been a cycle for as long as I can remember it just, there is so much pain in the family unit that mm-hmm. everyone's had their own trauma and their pain and, and, and nobody's known really how to, to heal it. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, so heavy. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I told my mentor, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm literally like, I literally have done, I've tried so much with what I could do, you right. know, physically, I've given a hundred percent physical effort 
and a hundred percent spiritual effort. What do you do at that point? I said, you stay, do you keep on? She's like, you know what sis? you just have to keep loving. You just have loving. So I came, I just, gosh, not to give, I don't think they'll ever listen to this. Um, because they don't know who you are. <laughs> so I could just share because it's going to be valuable for people. But um, one of my family members and another family member, they just don't talk at all. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't talk. And it, it's very hurtful for both parties. Of course. And so, uh, you know, I mean, it's just perpetuating, perpetuating. And so I put this group text together and I, and I added everybody to it. And I said, listen, if you don't want to be in it, just let me know if you don't want to be in it, but here's the rules. No, one's going to talk about the past. We're not going to talk about the pain and we're not going to gang up on anybody. The goal mm-hmm. is every single week, we're going to highlight one of each of you and that person, we're going to just talk about all of us are going to pour the love into that person and share our favorite memories with them. What we loved most about them. And if you don't want to be part of it, just let me know right now and I'll take you out. Everybody stay. And after the cool. first week, so many tears, mm-hmm. um, so many people just feeling so high in love for now this, now you could feel the relationships being born again, right? Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. feel the trust coming forth and yeah. I'm getting all kinds of messages from each of them saying, oh my God, I'm in tears. I can't believe this. This is a miracle. And I share this because it was a risk. It was a big yeah, risk. I was huge risk. One, yeah. Putting it out there one more time, right? Mm-hmm. Putting effort in to only be, you know, maybe get crushed again by whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, you know what? We're all big, big girls. Let's put our big girl panties on and let's just give it everything we've got. And the point of me telling you this is that it's so easy to focus on the things that we don't like or what's not working in our lives or in the lives of others. But when we can truly go to that state of like, you know what? They're doing the best that they can with what they've got right now. Yes. What right now, who am I to judge it? Who am I to project onto them? I am going to focus on what I love, period. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send that vibration to them that energy to them. And when we send that energy, that, oh my God, energy, you are fucking incredible energy. I love you. That changes. They feel it. They feel it. Always. Always. They feel, but Mm -hmm. this is where we have so much power. All of your listeners right now, they're, they're a mirror of you. Yep. They are attracted to you. Because you guys, you are their teacher. You are the same. They have the yep. power to be with them. Yep. So with that being said, this immense power that can change the world as you do, imagine taking that power and being able to send that frequency, that love, that energy into every single soul yeah. that we have an issue with. Every single soul we have a problem with. And if we focus on it every day, not only are you going to heal them, yep, but you're, you're going to heal yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, because that's love—that's it. Well, that's medicine, and it really proves that, like, love, love as we know it, is not like people. I think the misconception about love is that in order to be loved, you have to be understood, and you don't. And 
you, when you understand yourself and when you know yourself and when you love yourself, you're not seeking for it outside, which means that you're going to be able to receive it better. Instead of trying to get everybody to love you the way you need to be loved, you can just receive the love that somebody is able to give you based on the resources that they currently have. And it creates peace. Like it, it really does. And, you know, everyone always is like, I don't know how you have such, like you hang out with like so many diverse groups of people. And I'm like, well, cause I'm not looking for anything in them. I'm not looking for them to validate. Yeah. Anything. Well, you're, you're so interesting. I mean, that would be like, Oh, I'm only going to eat Italian food. Right. Well, that would be boring. Right. Like, or going well, to a Mexican food place and being like, hi, I want spaghetti. Yeah. Right. Like we don't serve spaghetti. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, well, that's what I want. And in order for me to feel like you care about me as a customer, I need you to serve me spaghetti. Like that's not how it works. Because to really grow to our ultimate spiritual level is to actually be able to hang out with people that are completely opposite than us and be good with hundred percent to actually be like, okay. One of my best friends is like the most like conservative Christian faith you will ever meet. And she's one of my dearest friends. And I adore that girl. I don't need her to like, understand me. I don't need to like, understand her. What we agree on is that like, there is mutual love between us and I support and I respect everything she is. She respect, she respects and supports everything I am. Even if we don't share each other's lifestyles, like it's not hard when you actually just release the need to be right. When you release the need to be right, it's not hard. And that's such the ego just, and guys, we all do it. Of course, of course we do. Like I'm constant. I mean, I literally, I teach this stuff and it's, it's hard for me. Oh yeah. And, and well, it's, it's, it's really easy for me to teach it. <laughs> yeah. But practicing it, it's like, I remember Oprah asked Gary Zukov on uh, Super Soul Sunday one day. So Gary, and I love Gary. He's a, a dear friend of mine. One of the most okay. beautiful souls you'll me. And he, you know, like when you meet him in person, he is the same person he is on Oprah. Like just yeah. too beautiful soul. And he said, Oprah said, so Gary, do you, do you practice everything that you preach in your books. And he starts laughing. He's like, oh gosh, you know, it's so much easier to teach this stuff than it is, you know, to actually be it. And yes. he said, I have to every single day, every single day, I have to constantly remind myself. And I think so many people, if they mess up, they beat themselves up and they think, oh my God, I'm such, when am I ever going to learn? Am I ever going oh, yeah. to figure this out? Am I ever going to be like, I've had that like girl, I could walk on a stage in front of 16,000 people and kill it and feel like, oh my gosh, yes, I just changed 16,000 lives and Mm -hmm. I felt this power, this energy. And then, you know, over the last few years, I was on a freaking shit show roller coaster. And there were times like I didn't even want to come out of my own little bubble. I was inside of myself doing the inner child work, looking at myself, reflecting on this. And like, that is okay too. I think that so many people are afraid to go in and do that work because they think they're never going to come out of it. Right. Well, because we, we, in our minds, it took us however many years to fuck ourselves up. 
So, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's like, oh gosh, do I really want to like go within and spend that much time? But I think what people miss is like, it doesn't take as long to unfuck yourself as it did to fuck yourself. Like it really doesn't. It's good. That was good right there. That was Thank good you. stuff. Thank you so oh, much. Tell me about, tell me though, cause you have a course coming out all about self-sabotage. Like you have this whole thing that you're building, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's built and um, built. I'm so excited. It's built, baby. The videos are done. It is built. When is it launching? So so I'm so, check out, is this not beautiful? This is the workbook that goes with it. It's a hundred and some page workbook. Does that say uh, spiritual guru? This is spiritual gym workbook. Spiritual gym workbook. Got it. I thought that said guru. Spiritual gym. That's the name of the course, right? So the name of the course is self-sabotage, but the entire every single day people will go to spiritual gym with me just like they go to the normal with their body it is everything to make sure you go to the spiritual gym every single day and so I you know I go in as people spotters to help them look at their life in a different way a more higher way more spiritual way because if you do that everything else will flow everything else will fall yeah it's when it's when we're so focused on you know the, the what we can touch you know, what we can see. Totally. That's well, that's, we that's why a lot of people avoid the spiritual work is because it's not an, it doesn't often come with instant gratification. It doesn't, it, it honestly like gets fucking painful before it gets less painful. Like there's, you know, be, being a mirror. I mean, I talk, you and I have talked about this a lot, like being a mirror for people around me that, you know, means that some relationships have been lost or like fights have happened or, you know, there's been uncomfortable moments between me and family members, me and friends, me and coworkers, me and colleagues, whatever it is. It's like, that is not comfortable. It actually sucks. And, you know, I think that's why a lot of people stay is because the idea of like licking the wound is easier than healing it because at least when they, at least leaving the wound means that like they know how to do that. That's like safe. That's safe. Perpetuating the wound is safe, but to heal it is unknown and it's scary. And I think that's why a lot of people avoid it. Yeah. I mean, I think, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You were in a deep thought there. You go, go into it. Well, no, I I just keep thinking about this course that you're going to put out and I'm like, how perfect is this? Because you already have this like beautiful way of connecting with other humans in a way that helps people. And I, I think, I think this is a gift. And, you know, I think you and I share this gift is like, you don't just see people because that's not that impressive. Like to truly see people is not that impressive. You teach people to see themselves. And that is why you like, that is why you have had success that you've had. That is why you have the relationships you have. And it's because you're not here to perpetuate blind spots. You're not here to like hold people like they're fragile birds. You know, you're here to truly help people see themselves because when we all see ourselves and we all love ourselves and we all stop that story in our heads of we're not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. That's where growth can happen. That's where true love can happen. That's where the best sex of your life can happen. That's where the most money you've ever made can happen. That's where that space exists. So I think this program is going to be fucking awesome. Thanks, babe. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's taken me 20 years to figure out the algorithm to Mm. unpack the shit that's causing so much of that disturbance from keeping us from that next level love. And- there are, there are literally 
I'm I, like, this is one of honestly my most, I would say I've taught thousands of hours to people mm-hmm. over 20 some years of do this and not yeah. do this, but literally are some of my most prized secrets that I'm sharing with them regarding like, how did I attract the love of my life? How did I attract? There was a specific thing that I learned from Bob Proctor yeah. that I did, but attracted that. How did I attract a business that produced a billion dollars in sales in 20 years? Okay. I'm going to, I'm teaching that in this, mm-hmm. this self-sabotage course as well. But in order to get to all of that, we have to get into the frequency, which means we have to dissect the frequency that isn't working. That's still, it's like, it's the plumbing is yep. clogged and we have to get that out. Yeah. And so in order to be ready, like I have no doubt, like I, I feel so certain and which feels exciting because when I went into this, I was like, you know, I have so much I wanted. I wanted to put so much into it. And the guys that were helping create it, they're like, Christy, you're giving them so much. And I'm like, I know, but I, because I want them to see results. They will see results. I, if right. I give it. And, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to have to stop at some point because this content, there's just too, there's a lot of content. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. And whoever is going to take the course, their, their life will change hundred percent change. hundred percent change. Yeah. Well, it's just because it's, it's like going to the gym, right? Like you could do it alone and just go to the gym and like, try to figure out the machines, which we've all done it. It sucks, but like, we've all done it. And like, that is a path. Like that is a path. And I feel like you did that. I did that. Yes. I enlisted help. I took, you know, I've been with lots of like lots of different mentors. You've been with mentorship and gurus and spiritual guides your whole life. But essentially a lot of this you figured out alone. And you said the last 20 years culminated into one course. So it's like, you can either, I tell my clients this all the time. I'm like, listen, I'm not saying that you can't do this work without me. Like that is not, I do not put myself on that pedestal. Like you fully can, because I did. Now you can choose that or you can just enlist support from someone who has done it and kind of you know, that's what they mean by quantum leap. You shrink the amount of time it's going to take you to figure it out because you have a spotter. But Dan, there even goes, a, that is so deep and it goes even just, let's go a little bit deeper because yeah. just to be the influence yep. of someone who's doing it changes your vibration. hundred percent. That, Like when I'm with my mentors who are literally levels oh, beyond yeah. where I'm now, like yeah, these people, wow. Yep. I, I can't tell you how many miracles come into my life just to be in their frequency. Yeah. Yes. You literally get the content. Content's great. Pay right. for the frequency. Pay to get into the frequency. I mean, think Is about it. People, people pay for proximity. They don't pay like like you could watch pretty much Taylor Swift's or Beyonce's entire concert, probably on some video somewhere. There's, it's probably recorded, but there's a reason why people pay thousands of dollars to be on the floor, to be in the room, to be with the, you know, in the space. And it's like, because the frequency, and it's so funny. I listen to people talk about their experience at the Eras tour, their experience at the Beyonce tour. And it's like, what they say most is that how good it felt to be in that space. And it's like that, oh, that's frequency, that's energy. And the fact that, so we, we just not you, not we, you and I, but the collective still wants to try to believe that frequency and energy isn't a thing is just so wild to me. Cause I'm like, why do you think if you're around somebody who's in a bad mood, you're in a bad mood? Like, hello, like it, this is, 
So put yourself into a space. I always tell people, I'm like, don't pay me because of my paycheck. Don't pay me because of how much money I make. Pay me because of the frequency and the energy that I give you when I speak to you. If you feel something there, then yes, pay me. If you're just coming to me because you're like, oh, she makes a lot of money, then that's not a match. That's not a match. That's not, that's that soul thing we were talking about. It's so real. We could go all day. This, I mean, we are totally on the same page. I love it. And I think that people just have not grasped yet. Mm -mm. You know, they'll they'll spend more for their phone and their TVs and their cars than they will to be in the environments where people are elevated. They're in an elevated state of consciousness. That, to me, I could care less how many planes someone had. I I don't care. No. I want to know where's their consciousness. Right. Where are what have they been through? What have they right. overcome? Right. That, that excites right. me. I don't want to yeah. be in the room with a billionaire just because they have a lot of money. I want to be in the room with a billionaire because I want to know how they think. I want to know what their brain does. I want to know the kind of conversations that they're having. I mean, think about like back, you think back to like 1920s. Okay. Let's put ourselves back to the 1920s. No TVs, no phones, no computers, no nothing, no screens. People like Hemingway, people like, you know, Napoleon Hill, these like brilliant minds that just would hang out together in Paris in these like bars after hours. There's a reason why so much like I just saw Oppenheimer for the first time. Have you seen Oppenheimer yet? Oh, my gosh. Go see that movie. You will love it. It's all about like. It's about like quantum mechanics, quantum physics, all the things. He's the guy that created the atom bomb, but like he hangs out with Albert Einstein. He hangs out with all these like brilliant minds. And it's like, there's a reason why people that come together in those kind of energy vortexes, they, that those people change the world at the same frequency because they've just been in this space together. But to your point, because of technology, because I mean, like I want to be recording this podcast in person right now, but because we have technology, it's easier for us to do it over Zoom. But if we're not ever putting ourselves in the rooms with the frequency and we're not ever willing to like go there, then we can't be surprised when we stay stuck in these patterns and these loops and we feel that like, oh, well, I can't do that. You want to know the quickest way to realize you can do something? Put yourself in the room with the person who has. No, it's huge. It's everything. That and and, and literally, I mean, I... I raised my kids in a small country town in Kansas. There was no one at my frequency there. Mm-mm. And it was sometimes very annoying, frustrating. I felt alone. Yeah. So I would pick up my books and I would hang out with, you know, I, I read a thousand books because that was the only, where, what I could get close to. We didn't have a, as much access as we do now right. uh, to people, that, you know, like you and I. But I remember years ago, um, back when um, Rich DeVos was alive, he okay. founded and he, my mentor at the time was having him speak at this private event. And I paid 500 bucks for this plate of food that I was going to go to this charity event just because I wanted to hear, I wanted to be in the environment with Rich. So I'm sitting in the front row and everybody else is like, you know, they're not even, they're just there. And I, I, I paid 500 bucks for this plate and I couldn't even eat it. I'm just like watching him, everything that was coming out of his mouth. I was absorbing everything. And all of a sudden I see this woman standing behind and she was serving wine and she looked miserable. Like she looked so sad. And I thought to myself, what could be going on in her mind? Because right now I would pay to serve these people that were there just to hear their conversation. The mindset 
right? I paid 500 bucks for a place. She probably had no idea that this was an opportunity of a lifetime for her. So anyway, I took that perception, went to the beach the next morning and created a story and wrote my second book from that about a girl named Pearl who had every, you know, shit hit the fan and whatever. And anyway, it's a great book, but I was willing to fly across the country, pay 500 bucks just to sit and listen to somebody who had changed millions of lives. Mm-hmm. And that guys, that's what a lot of people are missing today. Yeah. That if you have that kind of drive, nothing will stop you. Right. All the right people will show up. The universe will, will literally bring people to you. Right. All the right. Answers. Right. Oh. I drive 45 minutes to go to this yoga class and this is like such a small scale, but it makes sense. Like this is what we're talking about. I, there's a yoga studio. It's like 45 minutes away. It's called wild heart. And the woman who owns it, her name's Mary Beth. She is like, you know how some yoga st- teachers, they own studios and they just kind of like spew out this like spiritual shit. And you just know that it's like not coming not from a genuine they're not practicing it. And you're like, you're a mess, but like, thank you for telling me that like, I need to get grounded. That is not who this, like this girl, she practices what she preaches. She's our frequency. She's done this work. Like you can just tell in the way she speaks, in the way that she holds space, in the way that she supports the space, in the way that she forces people to see themselves. And I will drive 45 minutes to go to her class every Friday when she teaches. And every full moon, she does an outdoor like full moon class with like a sound bath at the end. I will drive to go to her. And I'm like, this is like, don't tell me that people won't pay you because They will, they will pay you. They will love to pay you if you are walking in your own Dharma. Exactly. If you're giving them an experience that's unforgettable. And that is why I fly to LA from Florida to get my hair done a lot of times. So the experience that I have. Yes. And so, you you know, that's the thing. I'm wanting to fly to you to go do this yoga class now. I mean, you should come, you should come one of these full moons and we'll go. Amazing. I love it. Oh gosh. Well, we, I love you. This is, I love you. Tell us, I want to know, like, obviously we're going to, I'm going to be on Christy's show. She's on this show, but tell my listeners, where is the best place to find you? Like they just want to be in your, be in your aura, in your energy. Where's the best place to find you? Instagram, your website, like where should they come? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can come to Naples anytime we can go Come to Naples. Naples, not Italy, but Naples, Florida. But um, yes, they can find me on Instagram, Christy Dryling Beauty, and um, my website, christydryling.com. I have a vibrational love oil that is on my website that you. It was at our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. It was at our wedding. Yeah. Everybody wore it at our wedding. It was amazing. So beautiful. So um, uh, yeah, you can find that on there. And I also um, have a really cool. another company, another company called Visualize Video mm-hmm. that I know a lot of listeners will love. And they're basically like your vision boards put into a video, but it's like a movie. Mm. So it's not the cheesy type that we've seen out there with some of the, you know, the, the, the visualized board videos. This right. is just it's dreamy. It's magical. It's beautiful. So you can find that on there too, which is really, really cool. I love it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, and don't worry y'all, um, for spelling and everything, we're putting a link to her Instagram and her website in our show notes. So you can just click in the show notes to go and hang out with Christy. But you know what I was just thinking of last thought is like (laughs) when you were like these cheesy videos. So obviously the secret is such a good book. And like, that's usually where everyone starts, right? Did you ever see the movie of the secret? That was um, the my 
cheesiest movie ever. But back then, sister, back then it wasn't. It was life changing back then. Yeah. When I was like, when I first watched that, my son watched it 11 times when he was like 11 years old. Like there was nobody speaking like that language. And I'm not even talking about like, oh yeah. I was now looking at it. Yes. But back then I was like, oh, it was like everybody. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not even talking about like what it was saying. I was literally like, you know, like, like how it like would travel through like the book and like the videography of that. I'm like, this is the cheesiest thing I've ever seen. But like, I mean, it's amazing. That book is, I mean, that book, that book started it for me. Like that was the book that started it for me. Even when Oprah, when Oprah really gave it, it's, um, it's, you know, some mm-hmm. juice behind it. It was just like, fine. I know for me, it was so life-changing for me because here I was in Kansas and, mm. you know, like, you know, nobody, nobody thought like I thought. So yeah. I was finally like, oh my God, I'm not weird. I'm not weird. Right. <laughs> it was like validation. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. I'm, I'm somewhat normal. No, I'm not, but yeah, that's anyway. so, well, they I do another, another film. Like I loved what the bleep, you know, that was really deep. Oh yeah. Um, fabulous film, but I love, I love Gaia for that reason. Gaia's, you know, Same. sometimes they, it's a little bit woo woo on there, but uh, you know, I still, I love, I love anything that challenges me to think differently. So. Oh, I, the sacred geometry series on Gaia was like incredible. That series was so magic. Like I love Gaia TV. If you haven't watched Gaia TV, I'll put a link to it in our show notes as well. Like Gaia TV is awesome. Especially if you are, I would say if you're on a spiritual journey, if you're interested in being, on a, we're all on a spiritual journey, but if you're conscious to your spiritual journey, um, Gaia TV is a really good, another really good resource for just kind of tapping into the unseen a little bit. And Ron um, Doss's series on there is amazing. He's, oh yeah. he's my, I've got, actually, we've got him right here. Look at who I've oh, got yeah. here, here on my, I've got oh, Ron yeah. Doss. Wayne Dyer here. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Okay. Well, friend, I love you. I think you're amazing. Y'all go check Christy out if you don't already. And, um, I'm really excited about your course. I think, I think, you know what? Like, I also think too, not that you need this validation, but you know, there's a lot of coaches out there, myself included that have these like huge product suites. And like, there's, you know, I've, I've slimmed mine down a lot over the last year, but you know, lots of different ways. I think that there's so much magic and like, why not just take everything, you know, put it into one massive life-changing course and just be done with it and just sell that over and over and over and over and over again. I, a couple of my mentors do that and it's, it's everything. So I think, I think you're on the right path. Like, not that you needed that from me, but I think it's awesome. Actually, I love that from you because I think you're a fucking genius. Thank I've you. always tell you that. I love your, your heart and I just love your soul. I love well, your you're soul such also. an abundant person. You are such an abundant person where you're like more is more is more is more like more love, more this. So why would you try to like cut yourself off and be like, well, that's too much for this program. Like that goes against everything you stand for. So I say, put it all in one and then just jack the price way up. (laughs) So so make sure if you want to be in her course, you go and purchase it now because chances are next year, it's going to be a wildly different price. So (laughs) there'll be millions of lives will be touched. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.